what will Texas Republicans prioritize in the new year? It's January 2nd, 2024, and these are your headlines. Wow, it's strange to say that, 2024. I can't believe we're in the new year. I hope that you had a good time. Enjoy Christmas and New Year's uh, with your families, hopefully. Uh, As we begin already, it's hard to believe we're here in January 2024 and we've got a new year and an election coming up. That's right. The Republican primary uh, takes place on March 5th. Okay, so just a couple months away now. Part of the reason I think that the election has in some ways snuck up on so many people is because we had, of course, the perennial legislative session last year where we had special session after special session after special session. And so you didn't really get a lot of that time where people were campaigning. So that means as we head into the new year now, a lot of these campaigns are kicking into full gear. We're going to talk about a lot of those candidates that are running. We're going to talk about a lot of those races. We're going to be covering them over the next several weeks and months. But there's also something else that's going to be on the ballot. And this is something a lot of people don't necessarily think about, but are very, very important when it comes to policy discussions and the creation of policy in the Texas legislature, or at least it should be. And those are the propositions. Now, there are going to be 13 propositions on the Republican primary ballot. And unlike propositions you might find on a general election ballot, for example, a lot of, uh, you know, back in November, a lot of uh, bonds uh, or or questions about constitutional amendments where, where voters were able to approve those. These are a little different. These are not binding. And when I read through them, a lot of them you're going to say, I wish they were binding. Um, But they're essentially poll questions. And it's an opportunity to poll essentially Republican voters across the state. Uh, Probably one of the the better polls, larger poll samples that you're going to see when it comes to questions about these policy issues. And the idea is, is that if these propositions, if these ideas get a lot of support— Well, that should be a message to the Texas legislature that the voters who elect them and if Republicans are reelected back uh, in control of every statewide office in the legislature uh, in November, which we would expect to be the outcome if that happens, then these are the things uh, that Republican voters want to see done. And so I'm going to go down this list. There's 13 of them that were approved by the state Republican executive committee, as well as one that won't be on there. We'll talk about that at the end. I'm going to run through these first and and just give a little bit of context as to why they're on there, why some of these have been left undone, and what's next to be done. The first one is property taxes. The language specifically says Texas should eliminate all property taxes without increasing Texans' overall tax burden. And this is particularly interesting in the context of what we saw happen last year. Uh, Property tax relief with a massive surplus uh, in the the, uh, state budget, about $31 billion plus, surplus. Uh, property tax relief was a big discussion, yet it did take a couple special sessions for the legislature to finally agree on a package that included some of that property tax, uh, some of that surplus towards property tax relief, but not the majority of it. Uh, for, for new property tax relief, at least for new property tax relief, we're talking about $12 billion, I believe, in new property tax relief. And you have groups like Texas for Fiscal Responsibility, for example, that have been pushing for Texans to eliminate all property taxes. Now, this is actually something where there was a bit of a rub between the House and the Senate last session. Uh, the Senate, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick himself said he believed that eliminating property taxes was a fantasy. Others, like Texas for Fiscal Responsibility, the Texas Public Policy Foundation as well, 
have plans that show how this can actually happen without, and this is important, without creating a new sales tax or an income tax. You hear a lot of people say, well, if we eliminate property taxes, we're going to have to create a new tax. That's just simply not the case. Now, the next three are particularly interesting because they're, they're related. And that's border security, E-Verify, and illegal alien magnets. Essentially, the border security proposition says that Texas should create a border protection unit and deploy additional state law enforcement and military forces to seal the border, to use physical force to prevent illegal entry and trafficking, and to deport illegal aliens to Mexico or to their nations of origins. The important part here is this border protection unit. This was actually part of a House bill during the regular legislative session all the way last year, you can remember it, all the way back in 2023, uh, in legislation that was written by State Representative Matt Schaefer that was supposedly going to be a priority of the House. Speaker Dave Dillon said it would be a priority, and then he scheduled it for the last day that those bills could be heard, and he sustained a Democrat's point of order to kill the bill. And so we still don't have that. The, the legislature has done a little bit of work over the last couple of special sessions on border security, but we still have a dedicated border protection unit that can actually go and repel and send illegal aliens back. Part of that is that next proposition, E-Verify, saying that Texas employers should, uh, Texas should require the use of E-Verify by all employers, essentially saying that we should turn off those magnets, and this has always been a big discussion, turning off those magnets that attract illegal aliens to the state. Because if an illegal alien can come to Texas, and they can get a job, and then their kids can go to uh, school, for example, um, then, then those are going to be magnets that need to be shut off. And that's actually tied in with the next proposition, which actually specifically says that the legislation should end all subsidies in public services, including in-state college tuition and enrollment in public schools for illegal aliens. Now, when it comes to in-state college tuition, it's actually interesting that uh, legislation to, to do this has been filed numerous times in the Texas House. Actually, there was no legislation filed in the Senate uh, this last session to do it, to end that, despite the fact that it is something that Texas Republicans want. And so we'll get to see just how many Texas Republicans want that whenever they vote in the Republican primary and we hear on those propositions. Next one specifically mentions amnesty. Essentially, Texas is urging the United States Congress not to grant any form of amnesty or pathway to legalization for illegal aliens. Pretty straightforward. Uh, but something that is amazing that we know Democrats want to push for, uh, but you do see sometimes Republicans in Congress, uh, including our own senior senator, Senator John Cornyn, who often flirts with uh, amnesty or a pathway to legalization for illegal uh, aliens, even though he doesn't say it that way. Um, and so something that always needs to be uh, fought against. The next proposition talks about protecting the guard says the Texas legislature should prohibit the, uh, the deployment of the Texas National Guard to a foreign conflict unless Congress first formally declares war, something that is certainly important when we've seen these endless conflicts, uh, saying that, hey, if we get in some situation, we're not sending the Texas National Guard to Ukraine or, or somewhere like that um, unless Congress formally declares war, which uh, we haven't seen in quite some time. Next proposition deals with gold and silver, says that the Texas legislature should establish authority within the state comptroller's office to administer access to gold and silver through the Texas Bullion Depository for use as a legal tender. Now, 
Texas actually created the Texas State, uh, the Texas Bullion Depository several years ago. And there have been moves to sort of expand what exactly that means. Okay, so now we have a, a state storage place for gold and silver. What more can we do with that? Um, this is an area that I think there has not been a lot of discussion on. It's certainly something that um, I haven't delved too deep in. I'm actually interested. If you're, if you're, if you're uh, really well versed in this area, please send me some information on this. We'd love to report on this issue. But that's going to be one of the propositions that you find on the Republican primary ballot. As we continue going down, uh, you've got a proposition on medical freedom, specifically saying that the state of Texas should ensure that Texans are free to give or to withhold consent for any vaccine without coercion. And there have been a lot of strides when it comes to vaccine choice in the legislature, uh, even this last session. Uh, but the criticism has been that while a lot of it has been very good for dealing with the COVID-19 vaccine, COVID vaccine mandates, um, they don't, there, there are many of those, those restrictions are specifically limited to the COVID vaccine. And so if we have another pandemic with another name, um, you may see uh, continued vaccine mandates. That's something that vaccine choice advocates are trying to fight against. Why get your news from people who don't share your values? Get news stories from Texas Scorecard. We provide real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Rounding out the list here as we continue on the final propositions, uh, we have closed primaries, essentially saying the Republican Party should restrict voting within the Republican primary to only registered Republicans. This is something that happens in some states. In Texas, it's the Wild West. Democrats can come over, they can vote in the Republican primary, they can vote for liberal candidates against conservatives, and then go vote for Democrats in the general election. It's something that uh, makes absolutely no sense, but it's something that liberal, moderate, establishment Republicans love because oftentimes they will not very loudly, usually not very publicly, but they will campaign towards Democrats to sort of uh, increase their lead over their conservative challengers and get them across the finish line. Uh, we've also got a proposition specifically on election security, which says that uh, the Texas Attorney General should uh, be allowed to prosecute election crimes. This is something that the Court of Criminal Appeals um, struck down. And right now, the, the Texas AG, Ken Paxton, doesn't have the authority uh, to prosecute election crimes under that ruling. Um, this is saying that the Constitution should be amended to restore that authority to him. Um, as well as another proposition, by the way, I'm skipping ahead here, but it's related. You've also got one saying that specifically the Texas Constitution should be amended to require proof of citizenship before any individual can be registered to vote. Uh, again, another important election integrity effort. And then the last two propositions we have here is one on school choice, uh, and one on protecting Texas land. Both of these issues have something in common, which is that they're both issues that passed the Texas Senate this last session, but didn't make it through the Texas House. Uh, we have seen that school choice is certainly a big issue for the governor. Um, protecting Texas land, uh, specifically saying that Texas should ban the sale of Texas land to uh, governments and entities from China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia. Um that's, that's something that the governor himself has said that he will sign. And yet we've seen that the House has killed that. They've actually not had a vote on that specific issue because that's been killed in committee. And so those are the 13 propositions that are going to be on there. Now, I've seen a lot of people ask, well, what about uh, Texas? Uh, sort of a, a, a referendum on whether or not Texas should have a vote to secede. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about that. We'll 
essentially where that is in the process right now, um, the Texas Nationalist Movement, which is the big group leading that up, submitted uh, petitions to the uh, Republican Party of Texas. Essentially, they needed about 100,000 signatures in order to force a proposition onto the Republican primary ballot. Um, in turn, the Republican Party said that uh, those petitions were not turned in in a timely manner and that many of them uh, or, or most of them were not valid because they were digital. Uh, in some cases, there was proof that they didn't uh, belong to real people, etc. cetera. Uh, that's what the party said. So they said that's not going to be on the ballot in March. Uh, in turn, the Texas Nationalist Movement has said that they will take legal action. So we could see this fight continue, but that is why um, you're not seeing a Texas uh, referendum proposition on this Republican primary ballot. Well, thank you for joining me for this special edition of Daily Headlines. Uh, as always, you can check out the latest stories of the day at texasscorecard.com.